Today it is the 22nd of February 2018. It's Thursday. So today it's the closing day, the last day of the second Metta Meditation Retreat here at the Chamyemyain Meditation Center in Bionluin. So this retreat started on the 4th of February and today it's the 22nd of February so that's 14 days, a two-week retreat. So the meditators who have come here to practice metta meditation, they come from many different countries. And all together in this second metta retreat, it's been 34 foreign meditators. And all of these meditators have practiced sincerely and diligently. And having practiced diligently and sincerely, so the meditators have come to well understand the nature of metta, of loving kindness. And also meditators have attained quite strong metta concentration. And in the same way as the meditators have been practicing the meditation diligently, sincerely, likewise the voluntary helpers here in the center, they have carried out their work diligently and sincerely. Sayato will relate something that a meditator uh, said in an interview a few days ago. So she said that previously she had been attending a meditation retreat at the Chaswa Monastery in Sagaing and she had helped organizing um, uh, the, the kitchen or for the food. So organizing <coughs> the kitchen uh, for cooking the food for the meditators, 
she hired a cook from a hotel in Mandalay. And she said the food uh, was really good. But then she said, compared to the food getting here at the Chamyamyai Meditation Center, here it's better. Is that right? Do you agree? Yes, <laughs> not so much approval or not so many people saying yes. Um, do you know how, why uh, the food is better here than in another place? <laughs> Correct. That's correct, yes. <coughs> the helpers here in the center, they uh, cook with metta, based on metta, and that's why uh, the food is nicer. And so um, she also said that here in this center everything is uh, done very well. The teachings, the teachers uh, are very good. Then the assisting monks uh, helping uh, also very good, very kind. Also the helpers uh, are very good, very kind. And also the place is very nice. So everything is good, everything is complete. However, what is really important is to have a mind and heart full of metta, like that metta always dwells in the heart and mind. So, whether it's the monks or the meditators or the helpers, what is important is to always have the heart and mind filled with metta. If the, if the mind and the heart were filled with the defilements, starting with loba, dosa, and moha, and so on, then 
uh, a heart and mind um, filled with these kilesas is hot and burning. However, um, in many people or many people's heart and mind are filled with these defilements like loba, dosa and so on. And so that's why their heart, their mind, also their body, they are always burning with a fire. It's like a huge fire burning. Or it can also be compared like drinking poison. And that's why they also uh, have various diseases such as a heart disease or high blood pressure or diabetes. So these people, they don't know what is true. They don't know things as they are. They don't know that if one has these kilesas, lobatosa and so on, uh, dwelling in one's heart and mind, that this can be the cause for such diseases. So such people, um, they, they just eat and do what they want. They do not reflect on mm, what would be uh, appropriate food for their uh, sickness. That as, as such external things, um, to consider that or not, um, is one thing, but basically um, people don't know about the mind or they don't know that if these defilements are dwelling in one's heart and mind, 
defilements such as loba, dosa, and so on. Uh, so they don't know that these defilements uh, can be the cause for uh, various kinds of diseases. So one should really um, pay attention to the fact that one feels one, one's heart and mind with wholesome mental states, with states like metta or uh, sympathetic joy. So these wholesome mental states such as metta, karuna, mudita and so on they are really very beneficial, helpful states they are like medicine so one should take this medicine, one should have one's heart and mind filled with these qualities, and if one does so, then one will not encounter much suffering or distress. So, if one wants to live a happy and peaceful life, then one should make sure that one's heart and mind is always filled with um, these wholesome states like metta, karuna, mudita, and so on. And so then one will be able to have a long life, one will be healthy, one uh, will be able to live happily and peacefully. So these are states, these are dhammas, that can provide real happiness and peace. So, if, if one wants to live happily and peacefully, if one wants to have long life and so on, then one should always make sure that these wholesome mental states are present in one's heart and mind. One should always uh, make sure that the heart and mind is filled with these wholesome mental states. <laughs> So, whether it's well, for all the yogis who are living today, all the yogis who are staying on, 
and for all the way are with us, for all the helpers. So if you, or may you be able to uh, dwell or live happily and peacefully by uh, having a heart and mind filled with these wholesome states, starting with metta, karuna, and upeka, no, metta, karuna, mudita. So there are about uh, 15 people who are leaving. So those who are leaving, when you go back home, wherever you go, please continue to cultivate metta. Please continue to develop loving kindness. And those of you, those meditators of you who are staying on, so please continue with your practice, be that the metta meditation practice or be that vipassana meditation practice. So, uh, yogis who are staying on, these are about 15 meditators. So today and tomorrow, another five foreign meditators will come here. So, uh, please, uh, continue to practice diligently and sincerely. And Sayadaw will go to Yangon the day after tomorrow. <coughs> Sayadaw has go back to Yangon because beginning of March the so-called Buddhist cultural course will start. Um, it's a course for children during which they learn to meditate and during which they learn about Buddhism and meditation. Mm-hmm. But then um, when Sayadaw has left, Usuriya uh, will be here, and Ayaviranyani will also be here, and I myself will also be here Hello. until beginning of March. So all these uh, people will uh, take care. And also of the voluntary helpers, uh, Sayato asks them to also, uh, some of them, come and help. Mm-hmm. Now Sayato will relate something that a Burmese lady 
told Sayadaw. Her name is Do Min. So Sayadaw asked her, where have you been just now? And she says, <coughs> I went uh, to a monk, her son, to listen to a Dhamma talk. Because her son uh, is here as a monk. He lives here as a monk. So then the monk, her son, told her, uh, if you come here to the monastery, then engage in meritorious deeds. Make sure that you do not engage in any demeritorious deeds. And he further said, um, try to always have a pure and clear mind. Uh, try to avoid that your mind is dark or black. So, so Sayadom appreciates that advice and again um, encourages the helper to when they come here that they always uh, should perform their help, their support in a way that um, it is a wholesome deed. So all the work should be wholesome, meaning uh, the physical actions should be wholesome, their thoughts should be wholesome, or what they say should be wholesome. So people think that when one goes to a monastery, meditation center, that one automatically just gets wholesomeness. But that's not true. Um, in carrying out their work, uh, it can happen that what they do is unwholesome or what they say is unwholesome. Only when one uh, performs one's work with a wholesome state of mind, like based on metta, karuna, mudita, and so on, only then will one's physical actions be wholesome, only then will one's speech be wholesome. So the voluntary, for the voluntary, voluntary helpers, um, so whatever you do, make sure it's a wholesome deed. Uh, make sure that it does not become an unwholesome deed. So, uh, 
please make sure that uh, by coming to the meditation center that your mind does not become dark or black. So coming um, to a meditation center and um, engaging in voluntary work that is beneficial, then in this way one can purify one's one can purify one's uh, kilesas, one's defilements. Sayadaw encourages the helpers to always engage in any kind of work and make sure that um, it, be- it becomes a wholesome deed. So to do it with a wholesome mind. And so this merit or this wholesomeness will be beneficial and support one in this life, in in further lives, and also will be supportive for the attainment of Nibbana or liberation. For the meditators who are staying on, so now the construction work um, starts again. So, um, Sayadaw has sent the workers back for this one month so that you can have a quiet environment, but now uh, the workers are back and they start working again. So, please. Uh, be accepting and tolerant and patient with it. So, you know, just be concerned about your own thing, about your meditation. Um, Do not let the mind go to the noise of the construction work. Mm. So Sayato thinks that after three or four months the construction will be finished, the building will be finished. So this is the last building that is being built here. Sayadaw uh, has not accepted any other offers for building more. Mm-hmm. <coughs> 
So may all of you here, the meditators and everybody else, be able to continue with the practice and by continuing the practice diligently and sincerely, may you be able to experience happiness and peace in this life and may you be able to attain Nibbana, liberation. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. So now it's my turn. We are so those helpers who need to go and do some work, they can go, the others can stay here. So now it's my turn to say a few words uh, to you. And I would like to give you a meta candy. Candies, you know, when I was young, and I assume it must have been the same for you, um, I liked candies. I liked when I got a candy. And I lived near a church, and every sun Saturday afternoon when the bells of the church were ringing, I knew a wedding is going to happen. And so then we ran <coughs> to the church, because it was a tradition that when the, the groom and the bride would come out of the church, people would stand there and then they would throw out candies. In Swiss German we call them Fürstei. And so then, you know, being there and catching as many candies, Fürstei, as possible. And, you know, now that you have been practicing uh, metta meditation, it's like you have gathered many metta candies, and now all of you have a big bag of metta candies that you can take with you. And as we have said, you know, the metta must be manifested, must be acted out, um, be infused in one's speech. So now, you know, hand out the meta candies, distribute the meta candies wherever you go, whatever you do. And, you know, as you know from your experience as a child, maybe still now as adults, <laughs> it's nice to get the candy. And so likewise, other people, other children, living beings, they will be happy when they get a candy, and especially when it is a meta candy. And as I said, your bag of meta candies is quite full. But luckily, it's not heavy. 
there is no weight to it. It does not take a lot of space in your suitcase. Uh, easy. And um, so, yeah, distribute these meta candies freely, you know, to anybody, whether you like them or not. But by now, you have come to like everybody. No more hated people or enemies. So hand them out freely all the time. And you know, you don't need to worry that your meta bag um, will be emptied, that the candies will get less. Actually, it's the other way around. The more you hand out these meta candies, the more the bag will be filled with candies. So for the rest of your life, you have plenty of meta candies if you make a point of handing out your meta candies anytime to anybody. So today, the retreat continues for everybody. Whether you're staying, whether you're going. <coughs> Those of you who are going, especially if you're going to be in Myanmar as a tourist, or you're going home, it will be a busy day. And what that means is there are so many opportunities to practice metta, to cultivate metta. So when you get in the car and you go out the gate, don't go on a moha vacation. Remember about the metta. Don't turn it off like a switch. Make sure the switch is turned on like the hot water heater in your kuti. If the switch for the hot water is not on, you won't get any warm water. So it's the same in the heart. We have to remember to keep that switch on. And because you have cultivated loving kindness so beautifully in this last two weeks or one month, it's going to be much easier to find the switch if you forget and it goes off. So, the retreat out there, let it be play, let it be joyful. Let the remembering of the loving kindness be a gladness to the heart for yourself and a gladness for all beings that you come into contact with. Let your steps on this beautiful earth be soft and gentle. Walk in metta. Talk with metta. Do whatever you do with loving kindness. And when this happens, that feedback loop gets stronger and stronger. And the things of this world, whether it be material things, or immaterial things 
will come naturally, as the chant from Chemiyasayado says so beautifully. If we have genuine and pure metta, if we think of others, if we are acting with consideration and speaking with kindness, only good kamwa will result. So feed the wholesome and let it be a joy for yourself and everybody out there. So many people say, oh, the world is so, so terrible right now. What can we do? You know. You know what to do. It's called metta. So please continue with this beautiful Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Okay, okay. My father said, everybody has been to the jail. Do you believe it? Have you been to the jail? Yes, everybody has been to the jail. So which jail? It is the jail of the mother's womb. So we have, we should be the gratitude to our mother because she has carried around you wherever she went. So we have to appreciate and be grateful to our mother. She has been, she has given birth to us. In the interview, one yogi said, she talked about her mother. She didn't like her mother, what the mother had done to her. So it was thanks for her mother because she got this precious human life. Mm. Now I have no mother. I'm seeing image of my mother very often. Because she, now she has, she is dead. So I feel much more gratitude for her than before. So we have to learn to live with it. This is the life. On the other hand, all of us have already a death certificate. So because we have been born, we will die. This is for sure. One day we have to die. You have to think about it. You have to get ready about this. So, because death is certain, life is uncertain. So before we die, what do we need to prepare our lives for the fact that we will die? So now, all of you are still, in, still alive, in a good health. So before we die, we have to think about this and wherever we meet people associate with metta 
So wherever you are, just think about meta. Do for the meta speech, meta actions, and meta thoughts. So now all of you are such a very beautiful, as a precious human life, and all of you are brightest meditation. So meditation is the most important thing to do in our life. So think about it always. You have to do it. So you have to take your time. Practice meditation, although you said that you have no time. So this is the chance to practice meditation, so that you can attain the deathless. You can become fully liberated. So may all of you able to practice meditation and attain enlightenment in this very light. Now we have two meditators who will say a few words. Darshana, can you please come? It's nice to see the room from this angle. And uh, I see what words come after a month of silence. Uh, firstly, I just want to say a big thank you to Bilanyani and to Ariane Sayadolikundaka Mahasadu to you for all your efforts and your kindness and your care and your thoughtfulness carrying us through this time and dispensing the precious medicine of the Dhamma. Thank you so much. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. And to you, Mimi, to Mimi, for showing up in this time and supporting. And uh, I want to say thank you for all the amazing volunteers. I'm sure they received a lot of metta from all of us through the uh, time we are here and carried us also so well. I ate the food and I felt like my mom was cooking for me. It was really, it was really tangible, the metta that was in the food. So thank you so much for you. All the volunteers came to help. And um, all the yogis, thank you for all the yogis that um, I think we created an energy field. And we couldn't have done that without each other, just creating that field of carrying on and creating that wave of practice. So, sadhu to you too for all the dedication and the devotion of coming from far away to really practice and to become a better human being. And one thing I want to share for, me, for my practice is that a few times through, the, through this month, one quote came to mind. And I hope I'm going to do this quote justice because I, I'm just getting it from the head. It's from Hafiz, who is a Sufi uh, poet and a mystic. And he said, even after all this time, the sun never says to the earth, you owe me. Look what is possible with a love like that. It lights up the old sky. So may the great sign of metta, loving kindness shine in your heart and may radiate forward and to illuminate your path and may it 
touches whoever you meet and spread out to heal and spread beauty and healing in the world. Thank you. Now Rob, please come. Rob being just. Afterwards, Sayada wants uh, you, George, to say something. This was my first metta meditation retreat ever. And I want to share with you an analogy from my experience that I gave just yesterday to Ayanami during my final interview. I said, this metta retreat has been like learning to ride a bicycle for the first time. At the beginning, very unstable, unsure, uncertain, afraid. But then, after a while, it just becomes smooth. The practice just becomes like it's part of you. Just like when you're riding a bike, bicycle, it becomes like the bicycle is part of you. you. After a while, you don't have to think about how to keep your balance. It just happens, and you can move very quickly and see many beautiful things. And so this experience has been like learning to read a, ride a bike. Reading books on how to ride a bike doesn't help. You have to get on the bike and do it. And just doing it it becomes easier and easier and faster and faster yeah. as you practice. And as I rode the bike, I am sure I am speaking on behalf of all of the yogis when I express first my gratitude to the helpers. They cleared the path, made sure that the, the road was smooth and no obstacles in the way as we learned and so it made the riding so much easier but most of all to Sayadaw and our teachers you were like the training wheels but also like the parent who encourages the child who supports the child and maybe gives a bit of a push to start, start them off and just like riding a bike, once you learn how to ride a bike, you never forget. It's something that you keep with you for the rest of your life. And so this is a wonderful new skill that I have learned how to ride a bike of metta during this retreat. And so I want to say thank you. And frankly, as Dashana was saying, doing it as a team with many other people learning together. It was very inspiring to see the other yogis working so hard. It made me work harder too. So I want to thank all of you, but most of all, to Sayada and our teachers. Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu. And just Tanayila Yogiva. So please speak for one hour. <laughs> Ha, <laughs>
Okay. each time I come I have an idea of what the retreat will be like and then it's something completely different um, thank you Sayadaw for uh, uh, listening to me in the interviews um, thank you Aria and uh, Gurnani also for listening to me in the interviews um, I found it very surprising uh, on this retreat that so much intense emotion came up. Uh, one of the yogis said to me that every time they looked back at me, um, they saw me sitting there smiling. Um, I don't know how that happened. Uh, one of the things I do know about coming to this place is that uh, the container is very well kept. And it's easy to go from the sleeping to, to practice eating to practice the sleeping, to practice eating uh, day after day, seamlessly, so well and tenderly cared for by everybody, um, that I really, really uh, value that. I love It's an extraordinary uh, place. Um, I think we call him the young Sado, at least uh, not directly to him. It's also nice to see him here extraordinary smile there. So thank you all so much for coming and practicing. It, it made it very easy for me, and I really appreciate it. And thank you, Sado, for making this place, and for you, too. And Mimi, I felt so, so uh, much compassion for you here um, with what's happened. So thank you for coming. So because there is not so much time for this question and answer uh, session, Sayada will not answer the questions which came in that deal that do not deal with meta. So it's only really meta connected connected questions. Okay. So Sayato says now only a few, sorry, not all of them. What is the difference between metta jhana and vipassana jhana? 
So the difference between these two kinds of jhanas lies in the fact that the object is different and also that the benefits are different. So the metachana arises based on a conceptual object. And the so-called vipassana jhana arises based on paramatta, on an object that is absolute reality, or in other words, nama and rupa, mental and physical um, phenomena. Now, Medha Sanjong, a Jujabian Nolebe, Jema Bibe, a Judia, Jema Chanave, So, among the benefits of the Medha Chana is that one can enjoy the happiness of the Brahmas. Jema Chanave, Yanya Dole, to Medha Shia. So although one can enjoy the happiness of Brahmas based on the metachana, based on metachana alone, one cannot uh, become free from the dangers of aging, sickness and death. So, by only attaining metta-jhanas, one cannot become liberated. One cannot become free from existence. And then, based on the so-called vipassana-jhana, one can attain past knowledge, maganyana, fruition knowledge, Palanyana and Nibbana, complete liberation. So when one has attained the Arahata Maganyana, the past knowledge of Arahantship, with that one has become free from the rounds of existence. So please remember this. Based on only the metta jhana, one cannot become fully liberated, liberated from the rounds of existence. Based on the so-called vipassana jhanas, one can become uh, fully liberated liberated from the rounds of existence. Then, at home, I practice Vipassana every day. 
one hour in the morning and one hour in the evening. I would like to add metta meditation to my everyday practice. In what proportion, how long, when, metta before, after, or separate from vipassana, and how do I choose the object, the person? So yes, when you go back home, um, whenever you have time or you take your time, continue to cultivate metta. Okay, Sayada says, um, in the morning before you go off to work, practice metta meditation for one hour. And in the evening, coming back from work, when you have done your day's work, uh, again, practice one hour later. And if you also want to include Vipassana meditation, then uh, in the morning, do one hour no, sorry, in one hour, do half an hour of metta and half an hour vipassana. And then in the evening, if you have again one hour to practice, then again start with metta, half an hour, and then half an hour vipassana. So when you practice at home, then for the practice of metta meditation, first of all start with cultivating metta for your family. And after that, extend your metta to all the people in your town. And then, as a third step, extend your metta to all the people in your country. And then, as the fourth step, um, radiate metta for all living beings. So, doing it in this way, this will uh, go well. So if you have more time, uh, practice more. Like if you have time at home, get up at four, 
start practicing until nine at night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dine de where you are, the dine bravo. So take the timetable from here back home. <laughs> and okay, yeah. Huh? Okay. <coughs> So, this much for the question and answers. So, now we offer the dana that you have put <coughs> into these three balls. And um, so, first of all, for Sayadaw. So, please, Jan, can you do that? Jan? Can you take Sayadaw's ball, please? I'll wait a little moment so that they can take pictures. <laughs> So then now we ask Philip to come and offer the ball for the center. Center. Center.
क्या देगा And now we offer for the Meta Retreat Fund. This also comes from your, or this comes from your registration fee. And this is for buying the mattresses and the cleaning materials and so on. So we offer it. This one is money for the helper group, like from the nearby village. Um, 14 ladies have come here daily to help, especially in the kitchen. So you, know, you, you have seen them in the back with the beautiful dresses, the yellow blouses and uh, kind of maroon longi. So they got this dress and then for the whole group some uh, money and usually they use it to go on a pilgrimage to go to some pagodas. So Saito encourages them to even uh, cook better food <laughs> next year. And in these envelopes are um, is some dana, also from, you know, all this money now is from your registration fee, also the money in here, in these envelopes, these are for specific helpers, like those who always stay in the center, and because most of the helpers are not here now anymore, we will hand out this dana later on to the helpers individually. Mm. Yeah. 
forgiven eleven. So now we will ask for forgiveness and I will say the words out loud and everybody uh, please bear them in your heart, in your mind, asking uh, for forgiveness. Sayadaw, if I have... Sayadaw, if I have done... Uh, if I have hurt or harmed you in any way by my actions of body, speech and mind, intentionally or unintentionally, please forgive me. I forgive you, I forgive you, I forgive you. Yeah. Now dedicating and sharing the merits. Please repeat after Sayadaw. Idam me bonyang. Idam me bonyang. Nibanasa. Nibanasa. Vijayo. Pachayo. Hodu. Hodu. Imano. Imano. Punyapagan. Punyapagan. Madabidu nancha. Padapitu nancha. Ashariya nancha. Ashariya nancha. Sabasada nancha. Sapa Sata Nancha Sapa Meta Nancha Sapa Peta Nancha Sapa Nyati Nancha Sapa Nyati Nancha Sapa Devata Nancha Sapa Devata Nancha Pajima Pajima Sabi Sada Sabi Sata Sukita Hondu Sukita Hondu Sadu so now we'll do the Burmese metta chant followed by the Ahmya Ahmya. May all of you be well and happy, long life. May everything be all right in your life.
societal hopes that you um, try to come back next year to practice here. So try to make it possible. So now we will take a group picture here in front of the meditation hall. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.